Welcome to the Big MX Radio Podcast, brought to you by The Collective Experience, the number one way to take in any Supercross or Motocross race, whether it's Supercross race in 2021 or the 2020 Outdoor Nationals that were going to be amazing. They've got interns, they've got VIP fan experiences. There's no better way to take in a Motocross race than with The Collective Experience. Check them out on Instagram right now, the Collective EX, and as well as the thecollectivexp.com for all the details you need to go beyond the velvet rope and become a VIP in the sport of motocross. This podcast is also brought to you by Medterra CBD. You can save 15% off every single one of your orders by entering discount code BIGMXRADIO15. And we get a small slice of those sales, so please continue to buy. And can continue bringing these awesome podcasts with myself, your host, Brad Gebhardt. With me on the line, he's the big boss with the hot sauce. He's always coming on this podcast to, to just absolutely take a verbal lashing from me. He puts up with all of my shit, and I even throw a few jabs at his girlfriend every once in a while, but he rolls with the punches. He's Dave Drakes. Dave, how's it going? <laughs> What's going on, man? Am to uh, get back on these pods, man. It's been a little, of a, little bit of a break, but uh, yeah, I'm am to talk about racing, man. No kidding. Well, I, I, I'd have to look, but I'd almost be guaranteed that the last podcast that we put up was together, and it was uh, a damn near over a month ago. Um, work gets in the way, of course. Uh, I, I am considered a, an essential worker. I work construction, so I've been working every goddamn day. It fucking sucks. I don't like it. Uh, but uh, work has to get done. At least I have a job. Got to be happy about that. Uh, as well as uh, mixed in with not a single goddamn day off up, up until this last Friday, uh, I also had college finals. So uh, un- unfortunately, that took precedent over uh, doing podcasts about motocross. But uh, thankfully for us, there wasn't anything to really report on until today. Today, Supercross Live and SupercrossLive.com and our friends over at Feld Motorsports, which are all always very accommodating and love to make... Uh, just bend over backwards for the Big MX Radio podcast. Um, they put out a press release basically saying that we are going back. Here we go. May 31st, 2020, the final day of May. We will finally get back to this series, the Monster Energy AMA Supercross Series FIM World Championship will resume in Salt Lake, Utah for seven rounds over three weeks basically going Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday, Wednesday, all the way to the final round, round 17. On June 31st, we're going to get East-West shootouts, we're going to get East Coast and West Coast Supercross, and we're going to get all 17 rounds of Supercross in. Um, And this is my opportunity to eat my words, because I did not think that this was going to happen. Uh, I'm extremely doubtful of this whole thing uh, going on. But uh, a, a press release like this has to uh, um, has to be pretty pretty concrete for people to be uh, basically moving forward with it. Dave, I know you're excited. I know everyone's bummed that there won't be uh, fans involved. But these will be uh, made for TV. Uh, NBC Sports Gold app will just be firing on all cylinders uh, to watch these things. Uh, 450 class, 250 class, and we're going to go racing starting on, on May 31st. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think this is what we've all been waiting for for the last couple of months. I mean, 
we've had so many different uh, I mean, press talks and pods and um, press releases on, hey, we're going racing, um, you know, in Florida. Wait, no, we're, not. we're going racing in Arizona. So people are just constantly hearing, you know, is this real? Is this real? Here's the new news. To finally have something concrete, I think we're all excited. We've all missed racing. At this point in the series, we're used to, like, you know, pretty much breaking out for outdoors. So um, I think it's much, uh, it's going to be a much needed, uh, you know, kind of getting back to normalcy for, for a lot of people. I'm amped. Like you said, I'm super bummed. We can't have fans there. Bummed for the program. But just excited to get the, the whole racing scene back in, back in order. We've had so many different storylines that just haven't had a chance to play out. And it's almost like we're left on a huge cliffhanger. So I'm going to have to get back to it, man. This is, this is fantastic. It couldn't come in a better time. Absolutely. And this is all going down in Eli Tomac's front yard, man. Uh, couldn't be closer. I guarantee he's PJing in and out every single weekend. He's not staying in Salt Lake. You can damn be sure of that. Uh, it's nice and close for Eli. Salt Lake is just a hop, skip, and a jump uh, from SoCal. Just take the number. Literally, the 15 freeway goes all the way out there. You don't even have to change lanes. Go straight to Salt Lake, Utah. Um Certain teams are going to suffer. Certain teams are not prepared for this, uh, like your Rockwell Yamahas and stuff like that. I don't know how uh, even the uh, uh, SD, SGB uh, racing Kawasaki team uh, can really, like, how, how they uh, sort of um, move with the punches on this. Like, uh, Jason, a team that you're, you're fairly involved with, I don't know how they basically just set up shop in Utah for the entire entirety of that month, um, what like whether or not Jay can take that kind of time off of building suspension, uh, this that and the other thing. I know A Ray is definitely uh, within the top forty um, on points. I, I don't know if that also includes AJ Catanzaro. Um, there, there's gonna there's a lot of questions still to be answered, and those questions will be answered over the next fifteen days. Um, but I think we're just happy to be going racing again. For those who um, sort of like motocross and supercross is their deal. They're not a stick and ball sports person whatsoever. Um, they're not really too concerned that, that that hockey's on hiatus and that like obviously the NFL doesn't start till September and this, that, and the other thing. Uh, supercross is their main deal. And, and a lot of fans are uh, are excited to uh to actually see some racing coming back and uh if you've if you if in the past you've had that uh nbc nbc sports uh gold app you'll be uh glued to your television oh for sure man i'm 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 pretty pumped about it um i just got off talking a little bit about um like sort of the the different highs and lows that like uh that tomac's gonna have um i i almost want to call them the the hometown hero because it is so close to where he where he dwells and stuff. Um, but yeah, I, I think there's so much that comes into play when you're looking at the Supercross series normally. But because we're condensing to three weeks, seven rounds, plus all of the just hype around not racing, plus the intensity that the guys have before we to break, it kind of culminates into something that's going to be pretty gnarly to watch, man. I don't I don't think you could really get the riders riled up like this on normal circumstances. This is probably going to be like once in a, a maybe lifetime opportunity to see like such high anticipation and high like, I don't, I don't want to say anxiety, but just like the pressure of finally wrapping this up and making something happen for the whole industry that's been like just twiddling our thumbs for two months. 
Yeah, like, there really hasn't been anything going on. Obviously, uh, not too far distant in the rearview mirror is Moto Fight Club. Uh, a bit of a uh, sort of uh, clash of the veterans, a bunch of retired guys getting out to a uh, undisclosed location, spinning laps, uh, and, and showing that um, that in fact. Uh, Brock Lover at 59 years old is likely still faster than I am, which is upsetting. Um, but uh, you know, all, all things considered, I thought that was a really cool event. But almost all of it is completely forgotten. The fact that we now have Supercross, we're going to have uh, 40 riders, 450 class, 40 riders, both 250 classes, um, which is really exciting. Like basically, the whole sport is just going to be in Utah. I imagine that. Um, like there might even be some footage from the you know that there's that uh, uh, outdoor track that you guys did the the video with uh, AJ Catanzaro. I assume some edit footage is going to be get done there if that's not too far from yeah. Salt Lake. Uh, there's going to be a little like a little bit of time, but it, this is going to basically basically like boom boom boom, racing racing racing. Like Sunday, rest two days, race Wednesday, rest two days, race Sunday. Like it's. I guess race, race three days, you're back in Sunday. Like it's this is going to be a very rigorous uh, schedule for guys like Eli Tomac and, and guys like Ken Roxon to uh, to be adapting to. Probably uh, this may go down as maybe the most challenging Supercross season to win ever. In the fact that we've had uh, like the only thing we haven't had so far is a mud race. Which wait, it's in Seattle and that's an open air stadium. We could totally still have that. Oh man, I really hope that. You know, I don't like much supercross races, especially um, on TV. Yeah. They're brutal. Oh man, good. Yeah, you said I, I can't. I can't. What if we get it, like, like spring showers like this entire time? I don't want to be just like r- literally rain on a parade, but like, how fucking shitty would that be? Oh my gosh! I mean, the fact that we had to wait this long for supercross and then to come back and have most of them be rain races. You will hear a very sad Dave. <laughs> yeah, just, just, just I'll, I'll be doing a podcast with a sad trombone. Just wow, wow, hundred percent. I love it. But like, what, what do you expect? Like, who, who do you think is going to come out uh, firing all cylinders? Um, I for sure think Roxon. Just being that he's mentally strong. Um, I think that he just he he was never in like that role of like okay well I guess I can kind of like you know let my guard down like yeah he kind of had a little bit of a nice break in JK and went back to normal life but the guy is so mentally strong I guarantee you he was ready to go at a moment's notice so I think uh, Roxanne's just going to be like that mentally strong just super super tenacious dude out there. Um, I think Tomac is going to be on it. Obviously, you like Tomac, but the guy has never been this close um, to to a championship this you know this early, um, and I don't think he really had as good of a season as he's had uh, in 2020. So I think he's got a lot a lot of re- redemption that he wants to that he wants to um, account for. I think that he's got um, you know just people all over his back and pressure from the industry. Like, hey, is this going to be the one? You've never been this close before. You got to make it happen. You got to get something done. Um, I think Cooper Webb, the dude is just needed an extra little bit of time to kind of work out some kinks. He's going to be on fire. You mentioned seeing Cerullo and the, and the, uh, the live. I mean, I think there's, there's quite a few guys that are going to really, really benefit from this, man. Um, I honestly, if I put my money on it, I'm going to say Roxon. I think he's uh, probably going to be the most mentally strong besides Cooper Webb. That's like 
going to really come out swinging, really put his like put a stamp on this thing and say, like, hey, I came to play. You guys got some work to do. Yeah, I think that uh, um, we're, we're definitely in for uh, a fantastic like, finish to the series. I think guys are going to be champing at the bit. We're going to get a ton of guys back who are going to be uh, like basically – uh, in full race mode. I don't know if we see Marvin Muscan come back, but I don't know if he's in uh, in France or if he's in the States. Probably in the States. Um, I don't know if he comes back, maybe play spoiler a little bit. Uh, could be like basically a, a way for certain guys to sort of come back to the series. But there's also guys that, um, that you won't see come back at all. Um, like a lot of those Australians that were racing the West Coast Series, I guess those guys weren't meant to come back. Uh, they weren't going to come back in the first place, but you won't see any of those guys come back. Um, and uh, that's sort of that's sort of wild to see as well. So it, it'll really be a mixed bag when when we finally like round eleven drops on Sunday, May uh, May thirty first. And isn't it kind of funny that we're going like we're going to get back to racing and it's going to be on a Sunday, like. When is the last yeah, time we raced Sunday? I haven't seen a Sunday like motocross supercross race since like outdoors two thousand maybe like super. No, no, super they did they did they did Sunday races up until like probably. I know that uh, Millville was definitely like Millville oh seven was definitely a Sunday, so that's like it's yeah. not that long. But it, it does. It, well, it, one that I one that I've actually been to that I've seen. Yeah, yeah, been, yeah. No, it's yeah a it's Sunday been, race. It's been a quick minute. Yeah, yeah. Like, like I don't know when they changed. Probably around like twenty ten or something. Like that. Yeah. They switched to Saturdays. It, it, it's it's going to be weird. Also, I mean, honestly, the fact that we're coming back and we're racing on a Wednesday, that's kind of like quasi prime time during the week is like most major league like or, or like big time sports or like your like your football your um your nfl nhl type stuff there's a lot of like during the week games this could be kind of cool i mean a lot of people are kind of looking for sports to come back and if we're one of the first ones this could open us open us up to a whole new viewership a whole new style of like uh, of, of viewership you know what i mean it could be pretty cool it could make us seem a little bit more like big and more mentioned than we uh, than we think of ourselves, so it could be some uh, some positives there. Absolutely, and uh, just to dispel a little bit of uh, anxiety on your part, um, it actually looks like uh, June is is a particularly uh, quiet month for uh, Salt Lake as far as uh, rain is considered. Usually, around like uh, um, it, it just honestly, it just looks like beautiful weather, right? Right, right in the smack dab between. Uh, uh, where's the temps here? 73 and 45? Those are pretty warm. Like, 45 is not warm, but like, 73, hey, like, you know what I mean? It's not raining. It's not raining. It doesn't say a lot, it doesn't say a lot of uh, percentage of rain. So I'm excited, man. This is gonna be cool. I know we talked about it on the Instagram live. We're gonna be doing those. Uh, and then since now that you can post the Instagram live as like a full long video, uh, those might end up replacing the the regular pods uh, because we've been basically kind of doing double duty by doing these inst- uh, Instagram lives and then pods. Um, but uh, since we can now post them as an actual post uh, on Instagram, uh, we'll probably be doing Instagram live race reviews either the night of or the night after each one of these rounds, uh, pulling double duty, triple duty in some cases, getting it all out. 
Um, but uh, we're going to have some stuff to talk about. And uh, basically, I think what we're going to have to eventually do is in about a week's time, like look up all of the current point standings in the championships and, and sort of see what we see happening with uh, with current riders. Obviously, AJ or RJ Hampshire, he's uh, recovering from a torn ACL. He won't be back, but uh, a lot of guys will be back. And I think we've got some cool racing coming up. Oh, most definitely. Yeah, there's, there's uh, some guys that are kind of dealt, um, I guess, the shooting on the stick a little bit. I mean, we did think this was going to last so much longer. So many people were saying we weren't going to go back Supercross racing in 2020. So I'm, I guarantee you there's people like RJ, not even in just like our moto series, but, you know, maybe in the GP and stuff too, that were like, hey, you know, I'm going to get some surgery, going to take care of this bum ligament I have, whatever. Um, and then, boom, before you know it, we're back racing. So I kind of feel for them, but... It's just, you know, they're kind of like the hammer dealt right now. So um, it, it's a bummer to see that, man. You want to see everybody come back super happy, healthy, and just rearing to go, makes the racing better. But, you know, we'll have to wait for outdoors most likely for uh, for Mr. Arjun there. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, I Outdoors at the earliest, let's, let's be honest. If he just had his knee fixed even yeah. two months ago, I don't think we see him before uh, September, which... Uh, we we were sort of thinking that that was going to be uh, that was going to be when Supercross wrapped up. When in fact, uh, it wasn't three weeks ago that uh, Feld was going around for like a massive media. Uh, they did every podcast except except for this one, of course, because actually I didn't reach out to, uh, to Dave Prater. Uh, but uh, yeah, like they were Supercross is in the fall. Supercross is in the fall. Supercross is in the fall. Nope, June third or basically the month of June is when Supercross is going to wrap up. Uh, I'm excited for it. Uh, we have a, a friendly bet going on for uh, who wins the 450 Supercross Championship. Uh, Eli Tomac wins by four points or more. Uh, I have to pay for a VIP fan experience. Uh, we'll find basically figure out like, a, a special person that's going to be uh, giving that away. Uh, and uh, if if uh, if if Eli Tomek does not win the Supercross Championship by four points or more over uh, Ken Roxon, then you have to pay for a flight uh, for me to go to uh, um, to Anaheim one or Anaheim two. So uh, we're looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun, and I think you're going to be out a few dollars. So uh, yeah, I, I like. How do you like you? I think you've you've sort of got uh, your literally your money. Is on uh, Ken Roxon. So, like, give me some uh, some insight as to to why that is. Yeah, I mean, uh, definitely hoping I come out victorious in this. I need to come out victorious in this. Um, I don't know. I, I just think Tomac is more is such a he's such a great rider. I mean, we've had we've heard Stewart probably the best of all time in terms of the talent category. Uh, talk about how good Tomac is. He's one of the greats. Super fast, raw speed like you wouldn't believe. All that stuff. But his one Achilles heel is the mental game. And when we co- we're coming back off of this, this huge, um, I guess, vacation almost, um, vacation for lack of a better word, uh, for, for these riders, it takes a lot to turn that switch back on and say, okay, I'm going to have the same mental fortitude, same tenacity, same star of my belly that I did in Daytona, which was months ago. Uh, it's just, it's just going to be very difficult. And, and Eli has fall, has been susceptible to so many mental fukas and, and, and just, downfalls and Roxon, the dude came back from almost losing an arm to probably having one of the best supercross seasons uh, of his career in 2020 you know amidst a, a bunch of uh, 
skeptics and, and just naysayers, the guy is coming back like a freaking machine. So I think he's just going to be a little bit more mentally strong than Tomac. He's going to take this thing to the wire um, and maybe not succumb to some of the, the, the head the head shakeups and head games that comes when you're doing, um, you know, two races in, in, in a week. I mean, he's going to be racing seven times in three weeks, Wednesdays and Sundays, which are like pretty much either train or rest days for these guys. It's going to be a huge shakeup to the normal program. And I think uh, Roxon is just going to be that much better with it. You know what I mean? I mean, the guy just, he, he can take a take a huge loss and come back the next weekend swinging like nothing happened where Tomac, not so much. So uh, um, that's why I've got my money on Roxon. The guy's just a mental stone wall, man. He is, uh, does have a lot of mental fortitude, that German. Uh, I'll give it to you there, but uh, yeah, Eli Tomac uh, by three points or more, um, and we could have something uh, pretty special on our hands. I think it's uh, um, th- this is his time to, to to grab life by the horns, uh, to to grab a, a quote from uh, from Dodge there, and just absolutely take this thing home and lead into the outdoor series, of which it's going to be a shorter series. We're going to sort of tackle that as it comes. But uh, I'm excited, Dave. We're gonna have some racing going on, and you and I are going to uh, to to preview it all in the weeks that come. I really appreciate you making some time for us here on the Big MX Radio podcast. Unfortunately, we're out of time. We're gonna talk. We're we're gonna get to. Uh, uh, we both gotta get some sleep at some point. Uh, both recording this long into the wee hours of the night, but uh, also unfortunately. There won't be any uh, VIP fan experiences probably handed out, uh, as there are will be no fans at these races, and yet to be seen whether or not um, mechanics will be allowed for certain uh, uh, internship programs and stuff like that. But that doesn't mean that there won't be uh, interns and, and VIPs for the outdoors. Where can people find more information on the collective experience and uh, and get more involved? in the sport of motocross, the one they love so much and, and step behind that velvet rope like they've always wanted to. Uh, they can check out thecollectivexp.com. Um, head to our experiences tab and check out some of the upcoming events that we have. Like Brad said, we're you know we're really looking forward to the outdoor series. A lot of people have been going crazy over the internship program for the outdoors where fans can really get immersed in working with the team and build some super critical hands-on experience you really can't get anywhere else. It's a little bit of a bummer that the Supercross series is kind of where it is right now. We can't do our full-fledged programs, but we're just happy to have racing get back and try to support our riders as best we can. So uh, be on the lookout at the Collective EX on Instagram, contact at thecollectivexp.com. Uh, send us all your questions, inquiries. We want to be able to hook as many people up around the world as possible. Um, and we've got to thank people like uh, Big MX Radio and Brad Gephardt for uh, having us on, being good supporters of our program, and just being rad. Absolutely, my friend. Maybe, maybe we have to uh, like uh, sell a, a VIP fan experience to come on the pod with us, to be a guest. Oh, 100%, dude. 100%. Do you think someone would actually pay to be on here? Of course, man. Of course. The number of viewers and listeners and stuff is 100%. I think it'd be cool. Maybe we can talk about that. Like, just have somebody on here. We'll include them on the Skype call, and they can have their voice heard. 
uh, might be a cool opportunity. Uh, Jonesy, don't even bother. Uh, it's not happening. Neither is it happening for <laughs> Garrett Rockley. Um, I'd probably have Garrett on for free. But anyway, um, you guys have uh, you you have an awesome one. Uh, tickle Mary for me before bed, because uh, if you don't, I will. And um, yeah, I, I, let's chat again uh, soon, my friend. You have yourself a good one. Awesome, dude. Yeah, we'll talk to you soon for sure.